Today's broadcast of Bagels and Blessings has been previously recorded at an earlier time. Shalom Chaverim, that's Hebrew for hello friends, and Shabbat Shalom, that's Hebrew for Sabbath peace. This is Ethel Chadwick. Welcome to another week of Bagels and Blessings. Today on Bagels and Blessings, you will hear a pre-recorded interview that I did with Messianic Rabbi John Ross. I know you're going to love it. Stay with me and I'll be right back. and Blessings is a ministry of Congregation Shema Yisrael. We are a messianic congregation made up of Jews and Gentiles who believe that Jesus, or Yeshua, is the promised Messiah. Our services contain Jewish liturgy and Davidic dancing, and we celebrate the Feasts of Israel. We meet at 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton, and our services are Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Please join us for worship, and while you are in the building, be sure to check out the Fig Tree Messianic Bookstore and Gift Shop. Now open Mondays from 6 to 8 p.m., Tuesdays by appointment, Wednesdays from 3 to 8 p.m., Thursdays from 3 to 6 p.m., and up to 30 minutes after services on Saturdays. You can call the Fig Tree Bookstore at 585-484-7775. The Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop is a great place for books, CDs, cards, jewelry, and so much more. So be sure to check them out when you visit Congregation Shema Yisrael. And now, when you make a purchase at the Fig Tree Bookstore, you can fill out a raffle ticket. Those names will be drawn for a prize from Bagels and Blessings. So those of you in the Rochester area, be sure to visit Congregation Shema Yisrael in the Fig Tree Bookstore and fill out your ticket for a chance to win a prize from Bagels and Blessings. Of course, that's the great voice of Jonathan Sattel. And now, here's some information about a class forming now at Congregation Shemaya Israel in Rochester, New York. Shemaya Israel is now offering the Grace Course. This seven-session course helps believers to understand God's grace and be motivated by God's love alone, enabling disciples to bear much fruit. According to the Leader's Guide, believers learn to live a fruitful believer's life simply by being the person God made you to be. Serve out of love instead of performing for God or other people. Have a good self-image despite your past. Get rid of condemning thoughts and guilt. Fear nothing and no one except God Himself. Serve out of genuine rest. Help to reach the world for Messiah. If you'd like to enroll in the Grace Course, please let us know. You can contact Ethel Chadwick through this broadcast or call Shema at 585-288-0670. We would love to have you participate in the Grace Course. Classes are forming now. Well, it's been a season of holidays, hasn't it? We had Rosh Hashanah, we had Yom Kippur, we had Sukkot, and next we have Simchat Torah, where we rejoice in the Torah, and it's the time of year when we roll the scroll back to the beginning. And there's a group called Zealot Sounds, and they do parodies, and I just thought you'd enjoy this one. Oh, hi. Is Adam even Moshe? 
Now let's get a little serious. As I sit here in my home studio, I am replaying the events I heard about in the news yesterday, how Israel was attacked by Hamas, and I am just devastated as we all are. And of course, we're praying for Israel. And I wanted to play this next song. It comes from a CD called Praise and Glory. The Songs of Jews for Jesus. The, the group Liberated Wailing Wall did a lot of these songs. And this next song is called Kaddish. The Kaddish is a prayer that praises God and expresses a yearning for the establishment of God's kingdom on earth. And it actually means sanctification. And Kaddish is usually only said with a minion, a quorum of ten men. And... We say it in our congregation, we say the mourner's Kaddish, for example, when someone has died. And in light of all the people that died in the horrible attacks yesterday, and I know that there will, will be more in the coming days, I wanted to play this song now called Kaddish. Magnify and sanctify his name for by his word the universe was framed When no star as yet was born Nor was any creature formed He reigned alone in majesty The king of all eternity O oh, magnify and sanctify his name Oh praise his holy name comes with righteousness and peace creation will experience release then the curse will be removed as all nature is renewed the nations will be gathered in his people will be freed from sin O oh, magnify and sanctify his name it Israel 
When the pierced one returns and the house of David mourns To recognize the Son of Man who came and now has come again Oh, magnify and sanctify His name Blessed, praised, and glorified be He, both now and throughout all eternity. Though our words be weak and lame, we will magnify His name. O oh, magnify and sanctify His name. Beautiful song, and I believe the songs on this CD, Praise and Glory, are sung by Joshua Turnill. And I actually interviewed him a while back, and in the next month or two, you'll be hearing that interview as well. This is Ethel Chadwick. Thank you for listening to Bagels and Blessings. I'd like to thank Excellent Air Heating and Cooling for sponsoring Bagels and Blessings. Give them a call today at 585-889-7840. They're a family-owned and operated business. Their prices are fantastic. They will take care of your air conditioner in the summer and your furnace in the winter. Give them a call today because they love the Lord and they are excellent. Excellent air, heating and cooling. 585-889-7840. During Simcha Torah, we dance around with the Torah and rejoice. And you know, Back in August of 1997, I remember it so well, I had my very first broadcast of Bagels and Blessings, and I believe that night the show was on from 11 to midnight, and there was so much excitement. And you know what? One of the songs I played on that very first show was Jonathan Sattel's song, Sing and Dance. So let us hear it now. Come, let us praise the Lord and sing Him a new song. Come, let us sing His praise together with the saints, with all the righteous ones. Let Israel rejoice in her Creator. Let the children of Eretzion be glad in their King. Let them praise His name with dancing Making music with a tambourine and harp For the Lord takes pleasure in His people He will crown the humble with salvation Let the saints rejoice in this order Sing and dance unto the Lord Come let us praise the Lord and sing Him a new song. Come let us sing His praise together with the saints, with all the righteous ones. Let Israel rejoice in her Creator. Let the children of Zion be glad in their King. Let them praise His name with dancing, making music with a tambourine and harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in His people. He will crown the humble with salvation. 
Let the saints rejoice in this order. Sing and dance unto the Lord. Let them praise His name with dancing, making music with the tambourine and harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in His people. He will crown the humble with salvation. Let the saints rejoice in this order. Sing and dance unto the Lord. Sing and dance unto the Lord. Sing and dance unto the Lord. And now we have a double blessing, another song from the same CD. The CD is called Through His Eyes, and this is Yeshlano Torah. We have a Torah. Jonathan Satel again. Yeshlano Torah, Yeshlano Torah, Yeshlano Torah, Meuchedet Bemina, Bevate Hakneset, Asimcha Hogeget. יש לנו תורה, יש לנו תורה. יש לנו תורה, יש לנו תורה, יש לנו תורה מיוחדת במינה. בבתי הכנסת השמחה חוגגת. יש לנו תורה, יש לנו תורה. יש גם חתונה, יש גם בר מצווה. יש לנו חגים, גם שושן פורים. יש פדיון הבן, יש גם ברית מילה, יש את חג הפסח וחג החנוכה. מה אגיד לכם ומה אספר, זה גדול גדול לחיות עם ישראל. אנו מעטים והעסקים, התורה ניתנה לנו לא מעולמים. יש לנו תורה, יש לנו תורה. יש לנו תורה מיוחדת במינה בבתי הכנסת השמחה חוגגת יש לנו תורה, יש לנו תורה יש לנו תורה, יש לנו תורה, יש לנו תורה מיוחדת במינה. בבתי הכנסת השמחה חוגגת, יש לנו תורה, יש לנו תורה. השבת כמה יפה, הנה באה השבת, הנה המלכה, הנה באה השבת, הנה המלכה. לך דודי לקראת כלה, בני שבת נקבלה. לך דודי לקראת כלה, בני שבת נקבלה. הנה באה השבת, כמה יפה. הנה באה השבת, הנה המלכה. הנה באה השבת, הנה המלכה. לך דודי לקראת כלה, בני שבת נקבלה. לך דודי לקראת כלה, בני שבת נקבלה. Thank you. 
This is Jonathan Sattel, and you are listening to Bagels and Blessings. Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Shema Yisrael Messianic Congregation. Your tax-deductible contributions will help keep this program on the air. Make checks out to Shema Yisrael, that's S-H-E-M-A-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L, and please put Bagels and Blessings on the memo portion of your check. Send your contributions to Bagels and Blessings, Post Office Box 192, Scottsville, New York, 14546-0192. And you're invited to come and experience Messianic worship in person Saturday Mornings at 10 a.m., 2.50, Edgewood Avenue in Brighton. And if you'd like to experience a messianic service and see the joy of Israeli folk dancing during praise and worship, please join us Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Again, we're at 2.50, Edgewood Avenue in Brighton, Rochester, New York. And we do have child care. We have Shabbat school for the little ones. And it's so much fun. Hope to see you there real soon. Stay tuned for my interview with Rabbi John Ross, but the next couple of songs are going to be focused on praying for Israel. Here's Barry and Batya Siegel, On Your Walls. Thank you. 
Shalom, friends. This is Paul Wilbur, and you're listening to Bagels and Blessings. One more song from Sue Samuel. This is Rise Up. And if you want a real treat, do a search for Bat, B-A-H-T, Rivka Witten, Rise Up. She has recorded a great arrangement of this song written by Sue Samuel. Just look for Rise Up and Bot Rifka Witten. But in the meantime, here's Sue Samuel. Rise up, rise up, my hero. 
Again, that was Sue Samuel, and now here's my interview with Rabbi John Ross. Rabbi John Ross, welcome to Bagels and Blessings. Thank you so much. I appreciate it very much, Ethel. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You know, I was recently at the Messiah Conference, and I heard your name come up somewhere. I don't even remember who said it, but right away I thought, aha, I have to interview him. Well, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So tell me a little bit about your early childhood. Were you raised in a Jewish or non-Jewish home? Yeah, that's always a good question. And, and the, the, uh, let me ask, ask, first of all, let me answer that, first of all, by saying, you know, this is a question where a lot of people are, are, are wondering about somebody like me who is not Jewish and why we're even involved in this whole thing. And, uh, of course, that, that can be a whole program in of itself for somebody. But I'll just give you the brief answer <laughs> that uh, for my father-in-law, Richard Freeman, who started Beth Messiah Houston, um, he went to a uh, high school here in the Houston area in an area called Bel Air. And Bel Air High School was the only public high school that was closed on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur in Houston. Really? Obviously, the yeah, obviously the you know, the private Jewish schools were, and uh, some of the Hebrew schools were. But uh, for him, uh, growing up uh, and as a Methodist, growing up and seeing all these his friends who were Jewish um, celebrate, you know, all these different holidays, uh, it, it was intriguing to him. And for his wife, who whose best friend. Uh, was Jewish. They would talk about Moses, <laughs> and and both of them would uh, would be able to discuss things from the Tanakh and things like that. But the question came about later: is what is God doing with the Jewish people? Um, how are they How are they coming to the kingdom? And so God called them from a sleepy west town, west uh, West Texas town, doing peanut shelling in Stephenville, Texas, back to Houston in 1980 to start Beth Messiah. So move forward to me, uh, I met uh, my wife Becky uh, in 1988 at Houston Baptist University, and we started down the journey after we got married of, of being in a church, and then God used us. We, we came to Beth Messiah a few times to lead worship and help out, and the next thing you know, we just we, we have this calling. We feel like God is doing something with the Jewish people, and we uh, we felt called to come to uh, Beth Messiah through a couple of different uh, messages. One was on Romans one sixteen. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Messiah Yeshua, for it's the power of God to salvation to those who believe to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. And so that just was really burned into my heart. 
And that morning that we came to lead worship, it was an August uh, time frame, and my in-laws were actually not there. They were at a conference, much like the MJA conference. They had a special speaker, and that day, what did he preach on? He preached on Romans one sixteen. And then he, uh, he felt like he had a word from the Lord that he shared with us after the service. And it basically was something along the lines of, my, wife, uh, my wife's name is Becky. Yeah, and he said, Becky, uh, I feel like the Lord's calling you into a ministry. Becky, it's an old thing to you, but John, it's new to you. And I just began to, to weep like a baby. I just realized God's calling us into the Messianic Jewish movement. Amazing. And then, uh, of course, part of that was just, as a Gentile, how does this work out? And so that's a whole lifetime journey, uh, you know, 33 years later, or 30, 30, almost 33 years after that time uh, that we first met. Um, and now being in this movement for almost 30 years, it's been a, an amazing journey. Wow. Well, you answered what would have been the second part of my question, but the first part is a mystery. And what I really would like to know is when did you have your personal experience with Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, when, yeah. I mean, you might have been raised that way, but everybody has a time when it becomes personal for them. So I'd like sure. to know a little bit about your personal journey. Yeah, love to share that. So I um, I was an Air Force brat growing up in, in West Texas, travel around from uh, Air Force Base to Air Force Base. And so we landed in a place called San Angelo, Texas, um, in West Texas, and my dad, uh, and mom weren't really uh, faith people. Uh, my mom went to a Methodist church for a while. My dad really didn't go anywhere. I had a friend named David who in my fifth and sixth grade years uh, began to invite me to come to uh, his congregation. And so I went to a thing called Royal Ambassadors. <laughs> and uh, it was a kind of a, a, a Boy Scouts for, for kids that love Yeshua so uh, kind of thing. And so I went and went a couple of times, had somebody come visit me at my house. And then David and I were visiting one day at his house, and he said, John, you need to accept Yeshua. Of course, he said, Jesus, you need, you need to accept Jesus as your Savior and Lord. And, and I looked right back at David, and I said, well, I'm not, I'm not ready for that. And he, his 12-year-old theology was amazing. He said, that's the devil telling you that. You need to know the Lord. You need to be saved from your sins. And so I made the decision right then and there to, to receive the Lord. And I kind of kept it quiet for a little while. I went to church with David, went to, uh, got, got discipled from, from his family a little bit. But it wasn't until I was 16 when we moved to Houston that I really got locked into my faith, and I met another friend named Brian. He invited me to, to a congregation, and I came, and um, I realized I needed to dedicate my life to the Lord, not just have this closet relationship. And so Brian asked me if I wanted to meet with the pastor. I did. We confirmed the fact that, yes, I had a saving experience with Yeshua. I was immersed. Um, I was discipled, and at 17 or 18, I decided, I think God's calling me into ministry. And so that is how my journey got started um, with the Lord back when I was about 12 and really cemented when I was 16. Amazing. And so fast forward, you met your wife, you felt a calling into Messianic Judaism, and right. that's amazing. How, how is the Lord using you today? Well, today, um, as as of uh, 2001, we took over for my father-in-law who retired, um, and so we, we are the senior leaders at Beth Messiah, and what the Lord is really doing today, I think, is, is just continuing to do what God has been doing here in Houston, and he's what, he, what he's done in a lot of Messianic congregations, and that is to see the restoration and salvation of Israel and the Jewish people and allow Jewish people to remain in their Jewish context and culture and be able to worship Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. And for those of us who get to come alongside that, like myself, as a, as a non-Jewish person, to um, be able to have community together and, and be a part of the body of Messiah as not just Jewish people, but non-Jewish people, all one in, in the same olive tree, all of us together, uh, in one group, one Kehillah, 
uh, just celebrating the Lord's feast, celebrating the Lord and everything he does uh, in the Messianic world. We love it. Amen, amen. Well, I'm wondering, John, how does the rest of your family feel about your involvement in, in Jewish <laughs> culture? You kind of, you've immersed yourself in Jewish culture. What do they think about that? Yeah, so I have to tell you, that that's such an amazing question. And I have to go back to my parents again. All right. Um, my mom passed away in 1999, and when she did, um, we had been in Beth Messiah for about five years serving there as worship leaders. And uh, Ron Aronson, who's now our rabbi emeritus, he was also an Air Force guy. He was the first person at the hospital when my mom passed away. And he befriended my father. They connected, of course, at the Air Force level, but then they connected at the Yeshua level. And uh, Rabbi Ron really spoke to my dad about salvation, about all that. And so as a result, my dad began to start coming to Beth Messiah. He had a born-again experience with the Lord, and he went on to be with the Lord in 2012. But though, over those next 13 years, I got to experience my dad not only falling in love with the Lord, but, but falling in love with the Jewish people. And he, was, he grew up, oddly enough, in Cleveland, in um, Pennsylvania and Ohio, and went to a high school where 70% of the students were Jewish. And, uh, of course, I didn't know that till later. But uh, God was using that even then for, for him to be really locked in later in life. So he became uh, a part of our congregation, a part of our office, volunteer staff, and eventually uh, fell in like and eventually in love with our office manager, Nora, and they got married uh, in 2007, which was amazing. Uh, and so from that aspect of it, our family has been connected with um, – messianic people and they've embraced that all four of our children um grew up in this they didn't know anything else our youngest child was born in our oldest rather was born in 94 right when we started at beth messiah and our youngest in 99 all four of them came through two of them had bar mitzvahs and bought mitzvahs um the other two just chose not to do that and that was okay all four of them currently are serving somewhere in their church body um, none of them in a Messianic community, but all of them love the Messianic movement and are connected. Every year we see them at Passover, and uh, they even have uh, uh, Passovers in their own churches. And so we see that connection still. They love uh, to celebrate Hanukkah. They, they celebrate Passover with us every year. Just a great thing to see that within our family. That is wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. So I'm wondering, how would you like us to be praying for you or your ministry, your family, anything? Yeah, Ethel, I would say, you know, the biggest thing for us, you know, we hear about places like New York, obviously, Chicago, um, L.A., uh, some of the bigger communities where we know there's lots of Jewish people. We actually have a very large Jewish community here in Houston. Um, a, a pretty large number uh, in the area called Meyerland. You can probably tell by the name. Uh, it, it is definitely an area where a lot of Jewish people are. Over the years, we've made more connections and more connections, and unfortunately, a lot of those come through things like hurricanes and disaster relief and other things like that. But we've made some connections through uh, different people and organizations, and we're able to be able to have some of those folks begin to come to our synagogue, and some of them actually... Uh, they, they've received Yeshua as their Messiah. So the biggest prayer area for us is to continue to be able to pray and, and see just the fruit of uh, the labor that we're doing in the uh, Houston area for the Jewish community here. That's the biggest thing. Mm. And the second, the second one for us is really just for us to continue to be able to be the city on the hill for our community around us. We see such a big need here. We have a large Hispanic population, lots of needs here as far as um, uh, clothing and food and shelter and things like that for us to be able to be also that beacon for the community to help them in times of need. Mm, absolutely. May it be so in Yeshua's name. Yes. Amen. And for people that maybe are visiting or traveling through Houston, tell us when your congregation meets and where it meets and any Purchase sure. information. Absolutely. So uh, they can go to cbmhouston.org. That's our website, cbmhouston.org. And we meet uh, every Shabbat morning at 10 a.m. And we're in Southwest Houston, 
Um, it's 9001 West Airport Boulevard, Houston, Texas. Uh, 77071, that's the address. And we meet, like I said, at 10 o'clock. We have a, a prayer time uh, at 9 o'clock before that if anybody wants to come. And then we have a 10 o'clock service, including our Torah service, all that together. And then many times after service, at least twice a month, we'll have an Oneg. And uh, all are welcome. It doesn't matter uh, where you come from, what faith background you come from. Uh, all are welcome to come and attend at our 10 o'clock service every Saturday. Wonderful. Now, you said CB as in banana. Charlie Baker Mary, yes, CBM, a congregation Beth Messiah. So that's cbmhouston.org. Wonderful. Fantastic. And before we end, is, do you have any interesting experiences that have happened with people visiting and you're being able to lead them to the Lord or just anything you want to share? Any parting words? Sure, absolutely. Well, just kind of going back to the whole Meyerland thing, um, we we had, um, I'll tell you the story, I'll, I'll uh, not reveal his name, but uh, we had somebody because he's still within that community and we want to make sure he's protected, but, but he's a believer now. We had somebody who... Uh, came he actually went to a baptist church with his wife for 25 years and uh, he told the pastor he said we're going to raise our kids in this faith but you're not getting this guy <laughs> this guy's jewish and i'm not going to believe in this jesus person and the pastor's like okay we'll see so they <laughs> went to this particular baptist church for 25 years and uh finally his wife turned to him and said, you know what, we've been going to this church for 25 years. There's a place where um, uh, Jewish and Gentile people can go together, and it's in a culture and context of, of uh, the Jewish faith that you're used to. Why don't we try to go to Beth Messiah? And he said, okay, let's try it. Well, he came, and he fell in love with it. And at the time, my father-in-law, Richard, was leading and they got to be very good friends. And this particular person had not received the Lord yet. Two years ago, we had a, um, an amazing service on Shavuot. And on that, in that service, we had the different cultures that we have in our congregation, about 25 different people who um, spoke in different languages. They read from Acts chapter 2. And that day, this person was so moved, they, they just couldn't believe the, it was just like the, the book of Acts. He was so moved by this this act of the Lord and hearing everybody speak this in their own tongue at the same time. It was just like Acts 2. He came down at the end of the service during prayer time, and he said, I need to know Yeshua right now. I need to, I need to receive Yeshua as my Messiah right now. And we're like, well, we can make that happen. Oh. So we prayed with him that day, and then... He invited about 100 people over to his house a couple of weeks later for his immersion to celebrate. It was just an amazing, amazing time. Oh, that is so exciting. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. Well, uh, one more question. Is there a scripture that has really sustained you and encouraged you through your life? Do you have a favorite? You know, that's, that's so hard to, to narrow down. I will tell you that I, I shared earlier Romans one sixteen. That's a big one for me. That's always been one that's been a, a big heart cry. Uh, just to be able to say that uh, for Jewish people, this this gospel message came to you first, to the Jew first, and also to the Gentile. Uh, that's one. But but another one that I like to really really tell people about, especially when I tell them where I came from. Uh, comes really from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and it's verse 10, and it says, According to the grace of God which was given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation. And, of course, that's Paul talking. And he says, And another builds on it. Let each consider carefully how he builds on it. And so I, I take that as a life verse to say I have to carefully consider every day how we build on this foundation that the Lord has laid for us and how we as a community build it. Mm. So that's the life verse for me. Amen. Love it. Love it. Well, I want to thank you so much for being my guest on Bagels and Blessings, and I would love to talk with you again sometime in the future. Well, thank you for having me, Ethel. It's been a pleasure. All right. Well, shalom for now. That was my interview with Rabbi John Ross. And next up, here's Marty Getz, Yerushalayim Shel Zahav, Jerusalem of Gold. The autumn tree that stands in silence upon the hills of time to hear the voices.
The chauffeur sounding from the temple To call the world to prayer The shepherd pauses in the valley And peace is everywhere Yerushalayim shel zahar v'shel nechoshet v'shelor Halo lechol shiraich ani kinor The water well for those who thirsted The ancient market square The golden sun that lights the future For all men everywhere how many songs, how many stories these stony hills recall. Around her heart my city carries a lonely ancient wall. My simple voice cannot obey me to weep the words I choose. Jerusalem, if I forget, he made my right hand its cunning. Shalom, this is Marty Getz, and you're listening to Bagels and Blessings. Psalm 121, verse 4 says, Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Here is Ted Pierce with Hine Loyanum. If I were you, 
just remember he's God and you're not Or I'll have some bad news for you And I quote And now here's Phil Klein with the Aaronic Benediction. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. This is Ethel Chadwick saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be with you. Remember, every day of your life is an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. Thank you so much for listening to Bagels and Blessings. Shalom. Shalom.